Um, damn it, this mask. Sorry. Um, I'm Sleezus. This is my studio where I'm, I record stuff a lot. So, hello. Hello. How's it going? Uh, good. Good. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing swell. It's, uh, it's very noisy out here. There's a lot of cars going by. I'm sure you deal with that on the daily. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, I, I kind of don't mind it sometimes. Because, yeah, it makes me feel a lot less bad about playing loud music like ah. seven days a week. So It's like a river of metallic stuff. River of Metallica. Okay, uh, I have uh, a few questions for you, sir. Yes. What is your favorite Australian condiment? Definitely Marmite. Good answer. 100% Marmite. I love that stuff. How often do you eat this Marmite? Uh, unfortunately, not for a while. It's been oh, out every time we've gone shopping recently. Which sucks, because I love it, and I eat it endlessly, and it's also a great source of B vitamins. It is a good source of B vitamins. Marmite, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it on the shelves, and uh, I think that's a good thing for me. I don't I don't understand how, how you don't like Marmite, <laughs> but you love Nooch. It's completely different. I mean, they are, but the Marmite's the better one. Like, they both have, like, tons of B vitamins... They're both yeast-based. That brings me to my second question. (laughs) What's your favorite food that has yeast in it that isn't bread or Marmite and is yellow? Oh, uh... I don't know. Is there such a thing? (laughs) What? I mean, like, it seems like it'd be really nutritional if it existed, but... (laughs) It exists? What the heck? (laughs) Wait... Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did what did I send you a photo of? Was the, that? Wait. What? Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, that was like uh, um, dandruff. Was that your dandruff? It was a ton of dandruff because when you stop getting your B vitamins, you know, like you you should, you just shed dandruff like it's <laughs> like crazy dandruff. <laughs> the worst dandruff I've ever had, and I've got bad dandruff. <laughs> And you've got yellow skin. <laughs> it's like the Sim- I'm just a very Simpsons-esque character, <laughs> I guess, these days. You watch too much Simpsons. I think that's also the problem. I don't watch enough Simpsons. What uh, is your favorite Simpsons episode? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. Uh, can, I, I, can I just, like, rattle off a couple? Sure. Okay, the first one that comes to mind is Deep Space Homer. Like when when Homer goes into space with uh, uh, Buzz Aldrin and um, what? Oh, I'm blanking it. Yeah, between him and Barney and and Homer, Barney's completely kicking Homer's ass in the contest, and then Homer ends up winning. Um, but uh, uh, Homer the Clown or Homie the Clown, I think it's called, is another one that just comes to like that's like always like the one I'll just go to. Um. Oh man, yeah. There's just like way, way too many, way too many good. Anyone with Lionel Hutz in it is is awesome. Um, or just any any character that Phil Hartman voiced. Phil Hartman. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome voice actor. I think what the viewers want to know, Arnie, is, is my house okay? You mean, is your giant castle okay, Kent? Don't hate me because I bought it the right time, Arnie. It's my right time, Kent. When's my right time? <laughs> like most, it feels like most characters in television or anything whose name is Arnold is really cool. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Hey, fair enough. But I guess it's not that common of a name. Well, yeah, who, I mean, like, hey, Arnold, Arnie Pie in the Sky, um, actor turned governor, Arnold actor Schwarzenegger. And uh, uh, Magic School Bus. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. That, that was a good show. And a good character. Good character. Yeah, a really good character. Um, okay, uh, what's your favorite 
rap or hip hop album? Oh man, uh, that's that's a tough one. But like, uh, I was just listening to Octagon Ecologist the other day. Uh huh. Um, I do, it, like it's hard to say. I don't know if I'd say that's like my favorite, but it's definitely like it's definitely you know top five, top three, whatever. Um, just because I was listening to that most recently. Uh, yeah, that I would say that's like very likely to be my favorite ever. But like anything by Cool Keith is good. Um, you know that it's just that that's when I listen to the most. Cool Keith. Yeah, Cool Keith. Doctor Octagon, Doctor Doom. Where's he from? Uh, East Coast. I don't, I don't know like where, but yeah. but yeah, East Coast. Is that like when was that put out? Octagon Ecology, I think it was 96, I think. Like 96, 98, somewhere, you know, definitely like late 90s. Um, but yeah, I was, it's super fun. I was just watching a really cool interview with uh, um, Cool Keith and then uh, DJ Qbert, who was like the DJ on that album. And um, why am I blanking on the dude's name? The producer that produced like that and then like every, you know, every other cool, like weird, you know, experimental kind of like. Uh, I'm totally blanking on his name. Larry David. Yeah, yeah, totally. Every hip hop album, <laughs> like that you put on, you're gonna see Larry David's name attached to it somewhere. Like, and as soon as you don't even expect it, like it's just like he just guessed verses or something, you know? Like Chronic, he was he, he was on like three tracks in the Chronic. <laughs> Dude, this is oh Danny Automator, Danny Automator. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good. He's just like every you know. Yeah, I see. Um, but yeah, I don't. That's just like one that jumps to yeah, jumps to mind. Um, not exactly a hip hop album like per se, but um, uh, introducing by DJ Shadow was like another another one that I've just really really liked for a long time for you know instrumental instrumental hip hop. What's your uh, favorite cassette tape you own? Oh man, uh, Godwin Satan. Definitely Godwin Satan. It's, yeah, that that's a fun one. I feel like that's like one of those albums that like I you know, it just it sounds I feel like it definitely sounds like it's supposed to be on, on a cassette tape. <laughs> um, but it's also like surprisingly hi-fi for early ween. It's like 10,000 times more hi-fi than the pod. What kind of bicycle do you have? I've got my Raleigh in the kitchen, which has a, a flat tire and a bent rim. Um, Why do you have two? Well, I have a Novara mountain bike that I got super cheap. Oh. It was, you know, I mean, good good bike, but um, I don't I don't really mountain bike. I just got it because it was what I could afford at the time. Oh. Um, it's a you know cool bike, but I, I kind of just stopped riding it. And then uh, Chelsea's got her, her um, awesome uh, old school uh, Schwinn. So I don't have that, but, she, but you know, it's here. You've got a good memory. I, thanks. Do you? No. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some rocks on your uh, table in your backyard. Yes. How many of them are there? Seven. Why are they there? That's a good question. Uh, we were sitting outside one night, just uh, hanging out, and... Um, We'd, I've been hearing, you know, raccoons, like, well, I hadn't been hearing them. I'd been seeing them flying through a neighbor's garbage. Um, but, you know, I, I, like, I don't have a, I love raccoons. They're super adorable. So, you know, I never threw a rock, like, at a raccoon. But there's just some rustling in the bushes. And, like, so I just kind of, like, hurled a few into the bushes, you know, like, just kind of, like, to startle them. But then, like, the rustling got more intense and it kind of got, like, more purposeful, like, weird. So, I don't know. I did. <laughs> I grabbed a handful of rocks and just figured, you know, I would just sit there and if anything came out, I'd be ready. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, a possum? Oh, totally, yeah. Really? Yeah. When's the last time you saw one? Honestly, probably like when I was in college. I mean, I feel like I've got, I've, I have to have seen one since then, but yeah, I found one playing dead in the York neighborhood. What? Yeah. I've seen a couple playing dead in the York neighborhood, but like, yeah, seriously, it's probably been like, you know, I don't know, a handful of years. I saw one like the other day really? in my back on my back porch. It wasn't playing dead, so <laughs> it was even more terrible. I've never like actually seen one in person, and I I was terrified. They're I mean they're like 
They're kind of cute though, aren't Are they? Are they? I think they're cute. When they're like staring at you with those like black eyes and that weird face and it's just like making this weird sound and it's like my dogs are like barking and stuff. They make... It was scary. I mean, yeah, they make... Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to ask, what did, what did Helga do? Helga was like, everyone was like freaking out. <laughs> was, was like Pele freaking out too? Even Pele was freaking out. Okay. Like Pele got up. Really? <laughs> I was like, that's got to take a lot. <laughs> like, if it's just one of the, like, the old dog, like, sit up and bark things, yeah. you know, but no. No. They wanted to go outside and see what was going on. It was crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't want to see a possum ever again. Uh, well, do you like other, like, uh, what are possums or a marsupial, right? Should be. Can you milk them? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Would you drink... <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't because I don't consume animal products. Ah. That's another good question. Why are you vegan? Oh, oh man. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I could probably get like a million answers, but I, I guess just like the ones that I would kind of, you know, stick with are uh, just, you know, personal health reasons. Um, I seem i you know i feel i seem to feel the best when i'm eating a vegan diet um and then you know but i, but I guess more like more accurately just kind of the you know the animal the animal rights issues um just the fact that you know the meat industry especially like big farm you know meat industry is just terrible for so many reasons um and then in addition to that yeah i'm you can probably like tell i'm just like a you know, bleeding heart kind of person when it comes to animals. I just love animals. Uh, I've never gone hunting. I've gone fishing like a few times in my life, and I hated it. Like, like fishing was like fun, being you know, being outside, but like mm -hmm. catching a fish just sucked. Like I've never felt that bad in my life. Um, you know, like other like the one time I actually successfully caught a fish and then you know like killed it. Um, so I was like, it was things where I just kind of said, I'm like, okay, like I wouldn't hunt. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't kill an animal for food. So I just kind of like had some cognitive dissonance about going to the store and buying a, a package of meat or some kind of pre-killed animal. Yeah. But, you know, no, I mean, I'm also very not judgmental about it. It's just, like, yeah. yeah, like whatever, you know, I don't care if someone's eating meat right in front of me, it doesn't bother me at all. It's funny, I'm, on my new album, I'm, I have like several songs about it. I'm like, I feel like I'm like, getting i'm like doing this weird thing now that like people always do after they just like you know like s spend more than like a decade playing music where they start writing songs about things they believe in uh-huh i'm just like is this like is that a good thing though or i generally i'd say no i feel like most <laughs> most musicians when they find like their cause or their purpose is when like it starts to suck oh. <laughs> but, but that's not always true i mean you know so, some people it gives them focus or something or they i don't know or they just find some new inspiration i'm hoping it's that one for me <laughs> wait what's a good what's an example of that? uh i mean madonna <laughs> what did madonna get really into i have no idea <laughs> was like that's a... who i think of like someone who's who's changing oh man um I mean, I know like uh, like the singer of Sunny Day Real Estate got super religious um, and stuff. Oh. But then like they put out one of like the the you know coolest albums ever. How it feels to be something on is like one of my favorite. You know, like I don't I don't like it as you know as much as like the first couple albums, but it's still super good. Um, I wonder if there's like a Christian band that like turns atheist and then they <laughs> what their music sounds oh, like I, I feel like all those like really like crappy like uh christian screamo bands that like got huge in the early 2000s you know like under oath and stuff like all those ones like that Whoa. like I, I i just like i feel like all you know maybe they just leave the band when they stop believing that stuff you know but i'm like all of those guys like they can't still be like like that right <laughs> like that doesn't last forever like you get better the used <laughs> oh gosh oh man i i have their first cd in my car <laughs> what's your favorite song by the used dude i don't even know any i, I know <laughs> there's something about paint or something is that right uh uh I? I think i think you're right now like blanking uh i mean the, the big taste of ink oh that's it it's some sort of <laughs> <laughs> paint 
liquid. Yeah, you know, something you used to mark or or, <laughs> or like notate. I, well, you don't. I don't, know. I don't know. Oh, and their song "Dry Erase." <laughs> <laughs> what was the last uh, 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 dish you ate? That was really good. Since Chelsea and I both cook a bunch, we've had some pretty interesting stuff. Uh, all right, okay, I gotta go. Uh, one that one that we had recently, um, we signed up for this uh, the CSA. And um, they'll give you like recommendations on you know what what uh, you should do with the, the food you get. So um, one of their recommendations was uh, to just make this um, salad with um, oh man, it's, uh, cucumber, sweet onion, tomato, and a couple other things. I'm like totally drawing a blank right now. It's super simple. Like you literally just cut them up, throw them in a bowl, throw some olive oil and salt on it. Like it's like like it's one of those things that like when I heard that I'm like oh like that sounds you know edible. But then for some reason, it's just like the awesomest tasting I've ever what? had. Yeah. It doesn't like, I mean, I'm sure, you know, having like farm fresh stuff, you know, probably like makes it better, yeah. but we've also used it with just like other stuff and it totally is still like really good. Wait, what the heck? What's CSA? Uh, oh God, I have no idea what it stands for. And it's but like, like, what, what did they, like, is it an organ? What? Oh, it's like, um, like you get, like you just pay, you know, uh, like. You'll do like a membership fee with a farm and then they'll just uh, either like deliver or you can, you know, um, oh. like they have a pickup option. So you can just like pick up a weekly thing of, um, you know, just farm fresh uh, produce. And is that going good? Is that? Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. It's oh. like, I feel like such a nerd being like, you know, <laughs> like oh my God, it's like, this is the best tomato I've ever had. But it's like, like I'll just, we'll get it, like, this is the best tomato we've ever had. Uh, Whoa. Just like, like you know, I, I mean, it's like well, I, it makes me feel like I should have been doing this forever because I've always known friends who are like, oh, I, you know, sign up for this one, or that, like you know, and I just always have been like lazy and, and not done it. So that sounds cool, though. Man. Yeah, it's, it Maybe is. I'll do that. Yeah, CSA. I'll tell. I'll I uh, forget the name of the one we do, but I'll let you know. You should. I totally recommend them. There is a school bus full of children heading towards a cliff and the driver had a heart attack so it's going full speed. You're watching all of this happen. Why? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm paralyzed with fear? <laughs> <laughs> I, am I on the bus? Like, am I No, watching? you're like really close. You're, you, you could like go in and save them if you wanted to but you just stood there. Just watching. Oh, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> like, I swear. <laughs> I don't know. So that's not you. I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm like way more, way more like of an asshole than I thought. But I don't know. Maybe, were they really bad kids or something? Like, they heard like the best kids ever. Well, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm saying, like it's terrible because I'm not, you know, I'm not like oh bad kids. Like that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they were sweethearts. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> it is what it is though maybe the driver shouldn't have uh, eaten all that uh, fast food stuff <laughs> wait wait oh because they had a heart attack oh okay yeah. oh I was like what <laughs> you don't know the story I <laughs> you were there I wasn't even there I heard about it in the news dude. I mean how would I know I mean did I like how do there's I a picture of you just standing <laughs> It's like pointing, is it like... like... (laughs) And you're holding your belly, like laughing almost. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Like I'm not actually alive, just holding my belly and pointing. You have like a kind of grin. You can't see the the expression I'm making with my (laughs) lips right now, but it's just kind of like... uh, (laughs) Like a mouth shrug. A mouth shrug. I don't see those often anymore. (laughs) Our lips gonna be like our mouths gonna be like uh, you know like boobs. I uh, mean like you know like you know well I mean? yeah like I, I was kind of actually wondering yeah if, if mouths would become you know or like fa- faces like it would almost become kind of a yeah like sort of a thing because I mean I I definitely think about like when I when I go out how I have my you know my face covered up which I actually personally like um, I never would have done that before but now that I do I'm kind of like ah oh, this feels cool. Um, so you're saying you'll do it after it's all over? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have that myself. I was like, is this just like my thing now? I'm just going to like, always, you know, just, I mean. That's a good, co- I want to see how long, how long can you do it? Oh, how long? After oh, dude, I'll, I will, do you want to pick a date? 
god. Like we could say after the vaccine is available, like I have to wear it for an additional <laughs> two months or something. Uh, I, I was talking to Laura. What do you want, my autograph? How many fucking times I told you guys to stop following me around? And on the phone the other day, he was he was saying that um, you know we were just kind of talking about like you know how how like people's attitudes about wearing masks and you know whatnot, but we we're just kind of curious, like yeah, if mask wearing will become a, a much more commonplace thing because you know obviously like it's you know uh like you see people wearing masks and stuff during cold and flu season but um you know definitely not as many people as are wearing masks right now so like we we're just wondering yeah if that's going to be a thing like people are going to start to wear masks in the winter like during uh. cold and flu season just to try to minute you know it's like oh uh, yeah you know if you can avoid getting a cold or something that'd be pretty awesome true yeah yeah, I think everyone will learn from this in a good way and it'll be a positive thing. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, yeah, like, I, know, I mean, I know, like, you know, I've definitely heard and read things, you know, people just saying, like, that cold and flu season is, like, already really intense for anybody that is, you know, immunocompromised or, or you know, any um, has any underlying health conditions. So, like, Maybe, you know, because I know it's been like a big argument for getting the flu shots. Just like, hey, even if you're not worried about it, get a flu shot. You might infect someone who, you know, wouldn't be so lucky. So, uh, maybe there'd be some cool changes. Wait, I never got a lot of flu shots. I mean, you're only supposed to get one a year. But I've like <laughs> never, like, it's been a year, like, I've, I've probably like a little kid since I last got a flu shot. Like, how old? Like, I don't even know. Like... Ten or something. I don't know. Okay. Do you? I mean, like, not not to like you know dig, but like, do you just do you, like just not want to get a vac vaccination or like? I just, I just, ha I just rarely get the flu. Mm. But would like a flu shot like make me less, uh, you know, like? Contagious or something? Oh, oh they're like less Arnold. <laughs> like, you just get a flu shot and you're like, oh, that's why I haven't been getting them. It, it like I'm a, cha it just changes me to a new person. <laughs> oh my god. Go, oh. I go by Arn after I get. Oh my... shh. Um. Wait, so I should? I don't know. I I mean, uh, I'm. Do you get like every year? Or I've something? been I've been getting. I I totally didn't for like a few years. Um, again, like, you know, college, like I just did, you know, I remember like when swine flu is happening and like, we probably all got swine flu, like, you know, but we were just so like stupid about it that we didn't care, you know, like didn't really think like, we we're just like, oh, totally. We'll get swine flu and then it won't, you know, we'll be fine. Um, but you know, so a couple of years ago, I got like incredibly sick. Like, this, like, I felt like the sickest I've like ever been sick. Good God. Um, and yeah, after that, I was like, man, I really should just get one because if it reduces the odds of feeling like this, I'll totally take it. Um, and so yeah, I've been getting one each year uh, since then. Oh, so it like, it makes the symptoms less crazy? Uh, I, don't or... I don't know. I've read articles saying that it might, oh. but... But it doesn't hurt to just do it anyways. I, I mean, yeah, I just do it. I just like... I don't know. I, I am a total hypochondriac and I hate being <laughs> sick like more than anything in the world. Like, so it, it's like, if I, yeah, if it can reduce my odds by like, you know, I don't know, 50%, whatever, then I'll take it. You know, you know, uh, ever since this kind of started, I, I was thinking, uh, um, I was thinking about uh, Shiloh. Oh, yeah. To <laughs> no, I've texted him. Like, really? yeah. Yeah. Um, is he <laughs> or is he just like immune <laughs> i was thinking he'd be just like so immune <laughs> like it's like a, it's afraid of his like bionic <laughs> lungs um no i yeah i mean i've texted like it's you know he hasn't uh said anything like particularly about um you know like being like more worried than anyone else like you know he's definitely taking it really seriously and like living in seattle i mean I, like but i guess yeah he and um uh, yeah, he, he and Amanda work from home, so it's like they don't, you know, they're not spreading it or, yeah. or you know, not nearly as much risk. But um, they're I smart know, people. Yeah, but yeah, I was like worried about him too, because I was just like, man, like, yeah, you know, a handful of like stupid lung issues come up, like, and yeah, it's like you know, so I don't know if you can if you can hear me, Shiloh. I uh, 
miss playing music with you, dude. <laughs> oh, and I still have your drum kit here. Most of it. He's pissed. Oh, no, he he's like... He, oh, he, yeah, he, get... yeah, he, he <laughs> gave right. it to me. That wasn't like a threat. <laughs> I still got your drum kit, dude. <laughs> Who's your favorite uh, sports athlete? Oh, man. <laughs> like, of all time? Sure. Brian Bosworth. Mine is Michael Jordan. Ah! Have you have you been watching? Uh, I did watch The Last Dance. It's really good, it's isn't really it? It's really good, and that just made me like him even more. I just remember, as a kid, just uh, watching him. Yeah, it's like I, I. It's funny. I I was uh, I was talking to a friend about that while I'm just like, um, you know, yeah. Chelsea and I were talking about it too because we were watching Last Dance. We were just like, it's funny. Like everybody liked Jordan when we were a kid. It's just like all I ever knew about him was just like you know Michael Jordan, the Bulls, like championships, Space Jam, like all this awesome shit. Uh, Dennis Rodman. I mean, I wouldn't say he's like my favorite, but I do remember you know he's like cool. <laughs> dude. Oh, the, the Dennis Rodman. Like the yeah, the episode of Dennis Rodman yeah. was so good. Um, and yeah, I just remember like, you know, ba yeah, back in the day, it was like, I felt like, you know, when you were talking about the Bulls, it was like, everybody had their favorite <laughs> and it was like the coolest kids always like Dennis Rodman was their favorite, you know? So it's like, I was like, oh, he's my favorite, you know, he's like best rebounder. Like, he's so cool. Did you hear about this crazy thing he did? Or like, you know, I don't know, maybe if I hadn't seen Dennis Rodman as a kid, I like wouldn't have like piercings and, you know, like died. <laughs> I mean, I'm maybe I'm, I don't know. I'm serious. I think. Oh, maybe. I want to make an impact like Dennis Rodman. Ah. Give piercings to, to generations after me. <laughs> Just be so good at your craft that kids want to wear this, your piercings. Or something weird. Yeah. Like a, a gauge on my eyelid. An, oh, an eyelid oh, gauge. Which, like, <laughs> the upper or lower lid? <laughs> One of his bones. <laughs> Oh God! And when you when you go to sleep, you just have to clip them to get like they actually have little like oh, uh, sh receptacles in each other, so you just clip your eyes closed. Oh, God, I feel like you'd have to like you know like moisturize your eyes like periodically throughout the day just to like so they don't dry out, desiccate. God, that sounds like so much work. Ocular desiccation is like the number two reason that people don't get eyelid gauges. What? <laughs> ocular? Did you just make that? What? O ocular desiccation. <laughs> Is that a real? I'm. Oh. <laughs> you know the desiccation of the eyeballs. Ocular desiccation. <laughs> CSA. You like that? Like that? Totally should have been like an Ibex song. <laughs> ocular. Ocular desiccation. Make it a sleaze song. You know? Yeah. May maybe. Maybe I will. Name all the stuff that you're growing quick. Okay. As fast as you can. Oh, God. Cosmos, uh, daisies, marigolds, uh, nasturtiums, uh, uh, beans, uh, snap peas, uh, zucchini, tomatoes, uh, a good handful of different kinds of lettuces. Uh, we tried carrots, um, beets, and turnips, and... I think that's everything, but I like I swear I'm missing something. Um, oh yeah, we don't. Oh yeah, we had uh, uh, got uh, chives out there too. Oh, oh and then well, yeah, mint. Um, we have mint, lemon balm, and peppermint. Uh, why do some people call you Knight D? And is it a coincidence <laughs> that you live next to a castle-like building? Ah, no, you know my number one thing that I like. That I, I said, like, you know, when you're looking for a new place and you're like, this is like my one thing I can't live without. I'm like, I need a castle nearby. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to move to the, you know, the like the only castle that I can think of nearby, which is just a big clock tower. Would um, you want to live in a castle? I, I mean, if have it, you been in a castle? No. I wonder what it's like. I wonder if it's cold. You must have like, you must <laughs> need like a lot of uh, whatever, uh, heaters or something. Yeah. <laughs> those uh, yeah, those castles back in the day were very well heated. I I was that's funny. I never like like actually thought about how cold a castle would probably be. Like, 
But then when it gets super hot, is that uh. like would it just get crazy hot? Uh. And probably extremely muggy since it's all like every movie I've ever seen of the castle and it's always just wet. <laughs> it's always wet. It's always wet. That's 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 not water. <laughs> that's something else. Oh god, that's probably that's probably true, isn't it? That's not water you're standing in. You're knee deep in fecal matter. Oh god. Sorry. You're gonna have to bleep that out. Fe matter. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think uh, the, uh, all those questions uh, gave us a good grasp of who you are, right? <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like for Ben, what 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 impression would did you get from me? Um, you gotta let dandruff. I. <laughs> You're. Uh... All right. Okay. Oh yeah. We're good. We're good. Cool. Uh, so uh, now we're gonna hear some songs Sweet. from Sleezus. Yes. Night D. Oh yeah, I didn't actually answer the Night D thing, did I? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Quick. Go. What, oh. Why? I don't know. Uh, some somebody back in the day Nate gave assigned that name to me um, because of a part. Uh, a part that I wrote and an Ibex song oh. and I don't even remember the part anymore but it had like I don't, I don't remember which part it was but it had some kind of galloping thing going on Oh, <laughs> and I believe if I'm not I can't remember sure I think it was Carly who was the one that like just said that it was like basically just like you know me just like swinging a sword around my head on a horseback it's funny because I don't like swords and I and I don't like riding horses but you guys were on drugs. Oh, drugs. Never. Never. Not once. Do you? Would you listen to Ibex and think that it sounded like music made by people who had ever <laughs> consumed or had been around drugs? <laughs> Wait. Do you think like straight like sober people could make like really trippy music? I mean, Frank Zappa. You know, in he was theory, sober. He's, I mean, he always said, you know, but I don't like Frank Zappa. Like, I, I know oh, really? Dash will kill me if he hears this. Um, I mean, okay. he knows I don't like Zappa. We've talked about it. I'm trying. I like, I've, it's like one of the, you know, I've tried to, to give him a chance, um, but I just don't like Zappa. But I've heard, yeah, he's always like maintained that he was totally sober. Uh, Gene Ween is sober and he is incredible. Like, sober now true yeah not when they wrote that stuff but like could someone like could he do it now like make well i guess he could because he experienced all those like you know psychedelic experiences but it's like can someone who hasn't be able to make something that is like that i i don't know that's a an interesting one that's i guess an interesting question. yeah i i mean i feel like yeah, i I'd, I'd always you know i'd always be really hesitant to like to say that, you know, drugs, like, or, you know, anything, like, are the reason that, you know, so, like, I don't yeah. think, like, you know, a drug makes, gives someone, like, the power to do that. I guess it's just, like, it's like, I, I've always just kind of described, like, I remember having a discussion with somebody where we were talking about, you know, whether, like, he, he was arguing, like, you know, drugs are, like, necessary to, you know, reach certain things, and, and I was like, well, it's just, it's, it, you know, it can be, maybe, like, a shortcut, or it just it gives you an experience or something that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, so I can totally see the merit in that. But I'm trying to think, I know there's like totally been other like artists that are like sober who, uh, you know, who made really crazy music. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be someone. But then there's also like the straight edge hardcore scene, which just like, oh, oh my, I don't, I, I don't like the music. I don't like the, the people. Like, it's just, yeah, I hate it <laughs> so much. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Whether or not, whether or not you do, it's just like, don't be straight edge. Don't, you don't have to do, you don't have to drink or do, do drugs, but don't do that. Let's hear some songs. Cool. All right. What is this song? And uh, uh, quick, uh, what is it about? Uh, this is going to be Pack Up the Beef, which um, is like my <laughs> my radio hit. Um, it's from Get Em Off of Me, uh, which is the album I released before my last album. Um I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's just like, I feel like I wrote it like uh, when I was listening to a ton of butthole surfers 
and um and i think it definitely shows with like the vocals and stuff but uh but yeah also um there's there's a really cool uh nick cave version what um, of the song uh muddy waters oh um that was uh, like oh did you think it was gonna be like nick cave version? yeah like yeah. a nick cave-esque uh... <laughs> no um <laughs> No, that actually be super cool. <laughs> I mean, I I do feel like like butthole surfers in my mind kind of picked up where like birthday party left off in some oh. respects. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, uh, it was just, you know kind of this like really like uh, very like super dark um, you know old bluesy song about uh, um, uh, you know massive like blood. So I guess the song was just kind of like in my mind just trying to create like a really kind of apocalyptic feeling where it's like people are at a picnic and and uh you know and a disaster just starts occurring and then like just kind of random thoughts that be going through through you know their head during that that thing nice yeah <laughs> yeah nice nice yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. it's the number okay oh Oh, no. 
What is this song? This is a new song. Um, I'm working on a new album right now that I have mostly done. Um, I just need to finish doing some tracking. Um, so in another more, more accurate way, I'm not even close to done. But uh, this song is done. It's called, I, it's called Titan right now. Um, and yeah. Like a planet made a plan Broke like a bottle at the corner store Smashed like a pilot, let it fly on Set like the sun on a different horizon I'd like to know what this song is. Yes. Uh, it's called Home Alone. Um, it has nothing to do with the Macaulay Culkin classic um, or any of the other ones in that series. Uh, whoever's in like the third one or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's no, it's just uh, it's a song from Some Better Days. It's my on my last album. Um, I I was. I forget what I was like listening to a ton, but he, like he, I think it was like the uh, Lee Hazelwood and um, mm. Nancy Sinatra album, mm. um, which awesome, awesome album. Um, and I couldn't, you know, I the, I did Lee Hazelwood vocals. I I didn't try for any kind of Nancy <laughs> Sinatra esque like kind of counterpoint. Whatever I don't know musical terms like that, but whatever. Yeah. Was that enough rambling? <laughs> That's enough rambling. Cool. All bang right. bang. All right. Oh, I'm going to play it. Don't stand beside me. My better days are behind me. But I still got some living left to do. Don't try to call me Don't even bother knocking Cause I won't answer even when you do 
Selfish, stubborn hassle You're better off finding something else to do This is me Sitting in my home Alone Find enough Quiet and alone At home and if that breaks your heart Well, buddy, that's on you Cause if there's one thing that I know My aim is true It's true And if that breaks your heart Well, then I don't know what to tell you but I hope you know I'm sorry And that's true It's true Don't stand beside me My better days are behind me But I still got some living left to do I tried to tell ya Man, I really tried to warn ya Don't count on me even if I count on you Cause I'm just an asshole yeah, selfish, stubborn hassle You're better off finding something else to do This is me Sitting in my home alone Find enough quiet and alone at home And if that breaks your heart well, buddy, that's on you Cause if there's one thing that I know My aim is true It's true If that breaks your heart Well, then I don't know what to tell you But I hope you know I'm sorry And that's true It's true
Cool. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. I don't know my own songs. I don't learn them while I play them. I write them and then I, I only pick them up. Like, very few songs. That one I actually did because I, I recorded it that way originally. What? What do you mean? Like, I actually recorded it, like, vocals and acoustic guitar at the same oh. time. And then I overdubbed the living shit out of it. Oh, like, everything. Dang. I mean, you can't even hear. It's it's in there. <laughs> but it's one of the, like, 100 tracks and the stupid. I think I had, like, a record on my, on my new album. I had, at one point, I had, like, 265 tracks in one song. And then I pared it down to about 110 or something. Which is funny, that's way more than I usually do. I was just like, I was trying to, I don't know. How many tracks do you usually have in a song? Like, separate Yeah, like, like, individual. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, minimize it, you know? Like, like, it feels like I add tons of stuff, but it's like, you know? You know what I mean? I'm trying to, like, see what I can do with just a few and then see what that sounds like and then because like every time like I record like a crazy song with like a bunch of stuff it's like it's just exponentially harder to like mix like all yeah. those parts together and yeah I know I know you mean like it's it's like in this I like a lot of times I get this idea where I'm like oh if I keep you know doing another track another track like another you know I'll add this on to get that effect and then like it's funny i feel like certain things like with vocals since i'm i like i'm really not like a like definitely not like a strong singer you know like mm-hmm. i'm amazed at people that can do like one vocal track and it's just like uh i think it was like sharon carpenter i think i read did like the superstar um i think if i remember right, i was like yeah sharon carpenter i think did superstar one time through with like no you know just like nailed it and it's like because i'm like my god it's one of those like powerful like cool just you know kick-ass vocal performance ever and i'm just like i could never do that ever like i don't care how many hours of training i spent like i'm still gonna probably have 30 different vocal tracks stitched together to make one that is still out of key but is out of key in the way that i like it see but is it like is it like something you're kind of born with you know like having good like vocal cords like physical vocal cords or is it like you know or can anyone be that good I, okay, this is I've had this discussion like uh, like infinity times with <laughs> with my mom actually. Oh. Like um like um I would say my general opinion which I feel like I have based on my psychology degree is that <laughs> like the one thing I got out of college is that uh you can you know some you can have a propensity or like a pre you know predisposition towards something like obviously mm. like you know so i've known people in my life that like just had you know were really really good like a um uh natural pitch and stuff and can like sing and like you know just yeah like and it's like other people you know obviously like can are just like naturally can like lift more weight than others or something um I, and I do think that, you know, like, I guess with vocal cords, it's like, I don't think that any amount of training I could go through would make me sound, like, different than I am. But I definitely think I could, like, develop the muscle, muscular control to, like, control it. Mm. And I also think that if I started at, like, a way younger age and hadn't mm. done so much stupid damage to my vocal cords in a number of different ways, maybe I would have had a better chance, you know? Um, I, I guess I'm always, like, really resistant to this, like, idea. Like, I've had friends be like, oh, you know, music, you're born with it or you're not. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't like that. I like the idea that, like, you can, you know, you can develop and, like, grow and, like, do what, you know, you can, you may not, you know, you might not turn into, like, you know, like, I'm not going to be able to sing, like, Sharon Carpenter, no matter how many lessons I take. I don't know. I, hey, you know what? <laughs> um, maybe you're right. That's, I shouldn't give up hope this early. Like, it's still, that's... I'm like, I'm like, I'm so like over the hill on this one. Like, nah, dude, it's too late for me. <laughs> Save yourself, dude. I think you could do Superstar, do a cover. Oh, dude, I saw Dean, I saw Dean Ween group cover Superstar what? in Seattle, um, but it was an all instrumental version. Like Dean Ween just Whoa. soloed for the vocals and it was incredible. Whoa. I didn't know when, when they played it, that was the first time. Yeah, Leon Russell, I guess, wrote it or something. Uh, and I didn't even know, at the t- like, when, he, when they played it, I almost didn't even recognize it. And then Chelsea told me, like, she's like, yeah, it was Superstar. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was sound like Tear for Eddie. Like, kind of, oh. was like, just, like, ripping guitar solo. You think they're going to uh, have another album 
a Ween album? Dude, I I hope so. I mean, like, I, I feel like at a certain point, like, I just don't see, you know, why they wouldn't. But I also know, like, they've always, you know, I don't know, I read once, like, Dean Ween did not like La Cucaracha, like how it turned out. Oh. Which, yeah, I think it's a sweet album. I mean, if they put out another album that was, like, exactly as good as La Cucaracha, I'd be thrilled. Um, you know, but I also get it. It's just, like, whatever, you know, that they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. I mean, they've got, like, a million songs unreleased. <laughs> They're like, that's what I've heard a lot of people say is like that, you know, that if they were going to do a, a new album, it'd most likely be oh. like Shinola Volume 2, where it's just yeah. like re record some unreleased songs. Whoa, that'd, and be cool. that'd be awesome. Like, they wouldn't even have to, because I know like a big thing was like writing. They didn't want to write, you know, to, like the way they used to write was just like Dean and Gene, you know, getting together and getting super effed up and like writing oh. a thousand songs. Gene doesn't do that anymore. And maybe Dean doesn't either. I don't know. Um, but. Also, I mean, I, if they put out solo albums, all like Gene Ween's uh, solo album Freeman was like incredible. True. Such a good album. Love every song on that album. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they'll put out another one? Yeah, I hope so too. Well, it feels like like they probably like want to be like how they were like when they were young, making all that stuff, like in that same mindset. But it's like they probably know like it's kind of impossible yeah just like Bob Dylan and like he was a different person when he wrote all those other songs when he was younger basically did did like I don't actually know a ton about Bob Dylan like I mean I obviously listen to Bob did Bob Dylan like get sober or something at some point was that like a thing or did he like go through like a big change I, I mean I know he's done like a, like tons of different albums were you, were you talking more about like just like when he went electric or like after that. I mean, well, yeah, all the changes that he's gone through with songwriting. I mean, cause like all his like, he has like his like really good songs, and then his like later songs that are less popular. Ba- favorite Bob Dylan song. Oh shh. Yeah. Ah. Damn, I you got can't. You. T- you can't spin this around. God damn it. <laughs> oh my god. You know. I, I think I know what it is. Oh, yeah? Girl from the North Country. It's on uh, the, uh, Free Will and Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. Uh, is that is Free Will in your favorite? No, but that's not my favorite like, album. My favorite album is the um, Blood on the Tracks. Oh, man, yeah. But, uh, I always wanted to own Blood on the Tracks, and... Um, I, I finally do, but like all through high school, I wanted to get Blood on the Tracks and I could never find it, um, even just a CD of it. But I love Blonde on Blonde a lot. Um, yeah, that's cool. And then Chelsea introduced me to Desire, which is also awesome. Desire's got some sweet songs. True. And is that- all right, bust out a Bob Dylan song. Uh, just kidding, don't do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I. That's not one of the impressions that I've ever gotten good at. <laughs> I could do Jacob Dylan, though. I could do some bust out some wallflowers. Oh. oh. What do you want to hear? One headlight? Oh. I don't know. Uh, what's the other one? <laughs> I've, I've seen the wallflowers in concert two times. One time they covered Blur. Wow. the Wait, what? What? What was that? I was saying coffee and TV. Oh, that's that's a good song. Do you are you a fan of are you are you a fan of theirs? Yeah. I'm a, yeah. I was assu- I'm assuming if you're seeing coffee and TV, but my uh, my friend Andy and I really like he he kind of I mean I knew Blur when I was a kid. But it was just like song number two. Like that was like I would. Sing, I would demand that my brother play that song like on repeat. Like he would lock me out of his room so I couldn't bust <laughs> in there and be like, dude, play song number two. Um, I think both my brothers that lived at home at that time would do that. Like, but yeah. Um, Why do you like that song? Oh, I don't know. It just kicks ass. Like, it's one, I mean, I feel like it's one of the songs. Like, it's why I, I mean, yeah, I, I'd always love that song. And then, like, it just reminded me of, like, soccer for some reason, which is funny because, like, I don't even really watch soccer or anything. Like, I mean, I feel like, like, I played when I was younger and stuff, but, like, it just made me all, I mean, maybe it was, like, in a soccer video game or something. 
But oh. it's just like every time I heard that that song, I was just like always instantly like in my head, just like picture someone like bicycle kicking, like. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. But then yeah, like Andy introduced me to like all the other stuff, and it's like, oh my god, I you know, they're so good. They yeah. I'd always put on their album Think Tank at work, and like people would come up to the counter and be be like, um, be like, oh oh dude, I I love gorillas. <laughs> And I'd be like, oh yeah, it's, you know, I mean, it's um, close, but it's Blur. And it's because I, I like, I always knew Blur more than the Gorillas. Like, I knew the Gorillas. I just, you know, didn't like ever run their stuff. But, like, I always like Blur. It was like, I thought Gorillas was the side project. Mm. Yeah, Gorillas is way more popular, I guess. I just, it's funny in my head, it was like reversed. It's like, you know, you had Gorillas is like this this kind of like uh, you know experimental side project yeah. of of this rock band Blur, and then like I realized like Blur was like the experimental side project <laughs> of this experimental group. Wait, no, nah, wait, they go. Was it Blur first? It was Blur first. Right? Oh yeah, Blur was definitely first. Yeah, that'd be weird if it was Gorillas first. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be like maybe yeah. he uh, made like a little demo right before. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, Clint Eastwood is actually from like 1990. <laughs> is that the name of the song, right? Yeah. yeah. But I just I, remember listening to like, like Feel Good Inc. when that first came out. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was just like, it's like the, it's such a perfect like pop song, like a radio hit. Which, which one is which song is that? It's the one with the bass line, like dun 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 dun. Oh, yeah, they like they like don't stop, get it that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one that for the longest time I knew that song off the radio, but I didn't I didn't know that was Gorillaz. And then like I found like oh yeah I can dig that. But yeah, no Gorillaz is cool. I um I just never really like I yeah I had a mix CD in I think fifth grade with some Gorillaz on it that I thought was really cool. But then, like, you know, like, like back when every mixed CD would skip invariably. Oh. And so it was just like, that was the song it skipped in. I'd get through, like, the first few, like, 30 seconds of Clint Eastwood. And I was, I was like, man, that song's so sweet. It's like, down, 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 down. And that's all I knew. <laughs> I didn't know what any, but I loved it. <laughs> I think I remember, like, making CDs and, like, for some reason, the MP3 I downloaded like cuts off at the end. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's like that's the only way I know that song now. <laughs> I'm like, wait, yeah. I listen to it like in the future. It's like, why is the song going on for so? Dude, I, <laughs> I, I'd have like CDs that still to this day, like the track list, I, I think is one thing, but then I find out later it's not. Like that, I just had the track list completely screwed up because I had a burned CD version of it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I had the same thing too. Like I'd have ones where it was just like the song would, you know, like cut, like I had a copy of the chronic forever that I would, would put on and it would always skip. And I'm just like, man, that's pretty cool. Like, like <laughs> Dr. Dre was pretty experimental, you know, just like cutting songs in the middle and like shift into these cool samples. And then like, I was listening to the car with a friend one time and he's just like, dude, this isn't like, that's not right. Like you don't have the album. <laughs> like whatever, man. I like this production style. You just get tired of a song, you cut it. Uh, one more question. Yes. Would you say one final question? Okay. Would you say that you are a person? Sleezus is not a person. I. I mean, I'm not really Sleezus. I don't know. Are you a person? No comment. 